something more lighthearted now. So do you have an ideal date or do you have any date places that you like to take your dates? I'll tell you about my ideal date. It happened a few years ago. Um... Hello, listeners. I am Camille and welcome to Miami Date Night. In today's episode, I'm speaking with Damien. He is originally from Europe. 34 years old, now lives in Miami Beach. He is a business owner and a yoga instructor. In terms of his relationship goals, he is open to a wide spectrum of possibilities. So ladies, if you are interested in going on a date with Damien, make sure to click the link in the description, complete it with your photos and information about yourself. And if we feel that you are a match, we will send you on a date. Enjoy the episode. Hey. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm really good. Thank you. Nice. You have a nice professional microphone. (laughs) I do. I do. So, um, yay, I'm so happy that you're here and that you're going to be one of our bachelors of the week. So how are you doing today? I had a very productive day. Um, I woke up at five, got all the work done. I went to gym, came back from gym, um, had something to eat. Yep. Proud of myself. Do you always wake up so early? Um, Unless I was partying the night before, yes. 5.30 is is my alarm. Okay. And what do you do when you wake up? Um, You know what? I love the smell of a coffee early in the morning. It's amazing. Nice. Nice. It also means, you know, it also means that I didn't do anything bad yesterday. So, (laughs) you know, so I feel good. That means I feel good. Mm -hmm. Um, It's nice not to hear like traffic and people is just so calm in the beginning. It's just that time before you you had to accomplish any tasks, and you you have that uh, you know there was you haven't like faced the stress yet of the day. Yeah, yeah. I have to say, I don't know if I could say my morning or night person, but I I usually wake up early too, like between five and six, and it's just so nice. It's so peaceful. It's quiet. Yes, exactly. I I have to rush. I can take time to do whether that's meditating, journaling, having tea. I'm more of a tea person. Yeah. 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 So. I love tea too. I drink tea throughout the day. Yeah. Sometimes I sip it like the whole day. I end up having like six cups or. (laughs) It's like, it's, it's a good alternative to snacking, you know, it's, it's just better. <laughs> yeah, I easily could have three cups of tea myself. It doesn't even matter, you know, what time of day or if it's hot outside. But, exactly. Um, you have AC on. <laughs> so Damien, I, you know, definitely want to get into it with you in terms of you and your dating and all that good stuff. Um, so if you could... Share with our listeners a little bit about yourself, whether where you're from, where you live, what you do, what do you like to do, all that fun stuff. Okay. All right. How much time we have? (laughs) 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 This should be like a long, long form podcast, three hours, like Joe Rogan. Uh, (laughs) Um, So I live in Miami Beach. I love Miami Beach. I moved here two years ago. Uh, Where did you move from? I moved from England. I lived in England in in the southwest of United Kingdom, a place called Plymouth. It's a city by the ocean. Uh, it's very beautiful. It's surrounded by beautiful nature. It's got beaches. Uh, I had a good life there. I had my t-shirt business, which I still do. I just transferred it here as I moved. But uh, uh, one day, you know, I've always been a fan of Miami Vice and uh, the TV show from the eighties. And uh, that's where I first saw, uh, you know, the beauty of Miami. And, and, and to me, Miami became sort of, uh, sort of like, uh, like the vibe, which they conveyed in the show, like the music, the, the sense of adventure, 
the you know sort of like leisure by day mystery by night uh it's more than just a place yeah there's a lot of romantics added to it i think okay so miami vice got you here to miami yes sir yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay okay but you know what's funny though you said plymouth and i where i'm from small island in the caribbean montserrat and it's uh it's a british colony Right. And our our capital is called Plymouth, so I was like, "Oh yeah, really? I didn't yeah. know that." Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. And and um, and, and in, in in there, uh, is it left left side traffic or right hand? Yeah, traffic? left side, just like you. Okay, okay. In, so yeah. there's a lot of influence of of Britain. Definitely, definitely. We even have British passports. Wow, and, and you wear uniforms to school, like kids wear yeah. uniforms. Yep, yeah, just like there. Oh yeah, very much. I went to Bahamas once and I saw like, it reminded me of Britain so much. Even like uh, road signs uh, are kind of similar. Yeah. Yeah. So um, do you go back home sometimes? I mean, I know they're on lockdown now. Well, I'm not originally from England, you know. Oh, okay. I come from Lithuania. Oh. uh, And when I was 19, I moved to UK to study. Ah, And then I I, I finished studies, uh, started a business and I stayed there. Until one day, I just uh, said, "You know what? There's, there's more for me. There's, it's not. It was fun. I thought I'm gonna stay here for the rest of my life, but you know, there is. Uh, I think I exhausted all the. I've been to every beach there was in the area. I sort of, I've seen all the places there. Uh, I started going to the same cafes and same restaurants over and over again. It became repetitive, and plus, I didn't like the climate." The climate was, uh, half a year was really bad. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you know, it's a great city, but I definitely hear it could be very rainy and rainy. Yes. Okay. So what else? Um, what, what do you do? I I have a t-shirt company, which I started, Mm -hmm. which, which I started in 2010. Mm -hmm. We operate online. Um, on eBay and Amazon, mostly these are the main selling platforms. It always has been since uh, 2010, and uh, that's my main hustle. And uh, also, I recently, a couple of years ago, I started doing uh, Airbnb experiences, not Airbnb, you know, right, Airbnb right. experiences. So, uh, and in there, um, I have a few experiences. Like I offer, like. Uh, historical bicycle ride from South Beach to Bell Harbor and back oh. with some history. Art Deco tour, which is hour and a half walking tour around South, uh, like uh, around Ocean Drive, basically, and talking about history, about the Versace murder, about uh, Art Deco itself. And I was, I'm also a part-time yoga teacher. I have a couple of uh, like regular clients, and I'm on the Airbnb experience to yoga on the beach. Okay, nice. It's a good, diverse type of things that you get into. Yoga, yeah. the t-shirt company, and the tours. So the t-shirt company, where can we find your t-shirt company if someone wanted to get your t- one of your t-shirts? <laughs> I, should have had a, I should have had a website by now, but uh, <laughs> I, I had it at some point and then, uh, and then I didn't have it because uh, it's very hard to... to keep up with an inventory if you have like over a thousand items it becomes uh uh basically it's all on amazon and ebay i, I can drop okay. a link you know sure sure yeah yes okay so as far as dating goes i know that when we talked outside of this you told me you had so many experiences to share and so i'm curious to hear you know what has that been like for you yeah so dating i mean um uh, Okay, we we're talking about like uh, early stages of dating, right? First dates and stuff, or I mean, whatever you want to share. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I was on Tinder a lot uh, last, uh, you know, five years on and off, and uh, and stuff like that. I went to speed dating events, of course, so, before COVID. Yes, before COVID. Um, that was fun. Speed dating was always fun. Because uh, it was always, uh, regardless of if you ended up, uh, you know, going on a date with someone or not, which I did not, by the way, uh, it was a fun party. In the end, uh, last time I was there, 
we like half of us went to a strip club and it was just, you know, it was a fun night. Okay. All right. And when was this? <laughs> that was uh, uh, end of uh, 2019 or, or something. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And, or something like that. Yeah. M maybe middle 2019 was a while ago. Okay. So I, are you on any apps now? Uh, and if so, yeah. which ones? Yeah, I'm on Tinder, uh, but you know, uh, the algorithm has changed. So now I don't know how it is for women, but, uh, for, for dudes, uh, if you don't have a monthly subscription, which is like, I don't know if it's 30 bucks or what, what do charge? It's like gym membership now. Uh, you basically don't appear on anybody's radar. That's so, what I heard. I heard someone else tell me that. Yeah, because in the beginning it was quite organic, and now because they are so popular, I think they realize. Well, it was always a part of a plan. Now they can do that. They can they can charge you because uh, I remember like before this this, this uh, I realized this. I'm like for five days I'm like going there, and I'm thinking, is there something wrong with my pictures now? Is what? Because there was no matches for five days, and I was like, I would I don't know, I would check in ten minutes a day, swipe left and right. And clearly there was something off. And then I realized, and once I signed up, then it became more, then it became active again. So, so is Tinder the only one? Are you on any other apps? No, I keep it simple. I, um, I've heard about others, but you know, it's, uh, it's quite exhausting. All of them. Yeah. Okay. I was curious because I know Tinder kind of has a bad rap for, you know, only looking for a certain type of thing, if you know what I mean. I think it depends which country you're in. Um, uh. Like, uh, it, for example, I spoke to some Jamaican people and they said, uh -huh. that's clearly for sex. And I was, okay, because uh, if you go to certain other areas, it depends. Yeah, there's different culture. No one tell, tell Tinder is not telling them what is it for. So sort of people decide in there. So I've seen all sorts. I've seen a lot of ladies saying that no one night stands, blah, 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 all that. So I don't know. Maybe they're lying. <laughs> maybe it's, it's trying to be good, yeah? <laughs> okay. So then tell me then, Damien, what are you looking for right now? Oh, <laughs> that's just such a specific question. I, I think uh, uh, it's... Hmm. Let me think about it. What are you looking for? It could be not that much. Like it could be uh, 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 some fling, or it could be very serious. It depends, you know, on the person and our chemistry. But I'll take what I can get if I like the person. You know. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. So, so you're not particularly looking for anything long-term then it's more about. No, no, it's long-term, but uh -huh. I'm just saying if, if, uh -huh. if, if we're not a good fit for long-term, right. then very short-term is, uh -huh. is also an option. I'm, okay. I'm willing to entertain. Okay. Yep. You're open to all the options. Okay. So then what do you look for in a girl? What do you look for in a woman? Well, th there has to be physical attraction, right? Both ways, um, I think. And uh, but once that that's checked, um, I think uh, a person has to be happy. Uh, so, so neediness, codependency are these qualities which are big red flags if we're talking about long-term potential, because these people. If they come unhappy by themselves, they're not going to be happy with anyone else. Because clearly, I've, I know it's inside job being happy. And if you think that you're going to meet someone and then gonna, they're going to fill your, your vacuum, your empty, your emptiness, it's not going to happen because you're going to drain that person. It's, it's like coming to relationship. One has full cup, the other one has empty cup, and the one with an empty cup saying, "Fill my cup." Okay, I'll fill it halfway. So now we have two half empty cups. It seems like you're talking from experience. Yes. And, and it's just, it's, it's, you know, it's not just dating experience, it's life experience. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So then, okay, do you, I mean, what type of woman do you usually date or what is your type if you 
have such a thing? It's changed throughout the years. When I was young, I liked uh, elder women. I liked cougars. And uh, and then I lived in different countries. I lived in UK. And then uh, I moved here. And my my type evolved. And it went from like typical Eastern European uh, white lady with, who was slim. Uh, not much of a butt there going on. But uh, and then... Now I like a wide range. Like I think uh, it's like mm, someone who traveled around the world and tasted amazing food and now likes a wide, wide range of food and knows it too. Okay. Um, so then does so, yeah, that mean... I, I like black women. Uh, okay. To the chase. Uh, I like black women. I like bad girls. I don't know why. Uh, and it's my predicament. Um. Um, I do like tattoos, although it's not necessary. Uh, I don't have any tattoos myself, so that's <laughs> that's why it's a problem. That's why they don't like me. The ones with tattoos don't like me because I'm a blank canvas, you know? Ah, so you like it. What What do you like about tattoos? I don't know. It's something, I think it's because it's saying I'm ready, you know, and I'm bad. So basically, in the sub- my subconscious mind is reading it that, I'm not lying to you, you know, on a bang. Okay. So then... that's bad girl. That's, that's, you know, that's why bad girl or, or someone who's dressed, um, I don't want to say trashy, but like vulgar is sexy. Sometimes it's because of the readiness and, and that readiness, she, she may not be beautiful in particular, but the fact that she's behaving like she's not afraid and there is, She's ready. She wants it and she's not hiding it. That honesty, that is attractive in itself. And you don't even, it's not something that you you stop and think about and ponder and discuss. I think it happens in the split of a second in subconscious mind. Okay. So, so you're attracted to, as you say, kind of what, when you see someone, I guess, with tattoos, which doesn't necessarily mean that, but I guess your interpretation when you see that is like, okay, you know, they're rebellious, they're bad as you say um yes, find... but i also judge them and what's you know? that i also judge them at the same time so it's not right. like i don't think it's a good long-term thing it's it's, it's for sex yes it's, i find it sexy you know okay but it's, I'm, it's not necessary i'm just saying it's uh you know one of the things one of the features i'm attracted to i like a narrow waist big butt uh you know and, and stuff like that if we talk about specifics, okay. <laughs> I, don't want to I, mean, specifics <laughs> I mean, what what about? I mean, beyond looks, though. I mean, if you're actually looking for long term, okay, then yes, there's more. Yeah, of course. A right? good question. Um, I was thinking about it the other day. Um, I think uh, so. Apart from being independent, right, and and not codependent, and and not to relying on others or needing being needy so these are very important things that that the person is uh, in control of their own life knows themselves can be happy alone or 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 with someone regardless um they have to have some sort they have to have interests in life because person without interests without any passions is not interesting so it's very important. I myself, I'm, I'm, I, I like a lot. I'm, I like doing a lot of things. Uh, I play like, I don't know, many, many different sports, uh, many activities. And now as a side hustle. So to me, that's what makes life rich. It's, and constantly adding, you know, adding some more and trying new ones, um, learning more about how, you know, things work. Uh, so I, I like people who are curious and who have interests, passions, they can drop one, pick another one, but there has to be something else going on apart from, okay, so your relationship, but it cannot be your main goal in life. Cause then you, you will be, uh, you will become a burden. I think if this is your main goal. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be. Uh, somebody's main goal to have a relationship, but you know, you have a relationship and it's 
healthy, it's happy, and ideally the two of you are growing together. Um, you know, and of course you have your interests outside of that. Yes. But, uh, but I'm yeah. saying, what I was saying is not everybody, uh, I met a lot of uh, ladies who don't really have much of a passion. Mm-hmm. Like they, they are, they're not interested in much. They may do a few things here and there, but they're not doing it uh, with a lot of passion or, or, or they're doing it half-heartedly or they, they do it once a week or, you know, it's just, so then what are you passionate about about the most? What are your passions? Well, there's a lot. There's uh so there's the fitness side, which is yoga, uh yoga weights, you know, different sports, basketball, tennis, uh running. Um other other sports which I don't play very often now because I'm older. But um so that's just the fitness aspect and then learning about pretty much anything, uh like from music, movies, science, you know, space, um, and especially the the my favorite subject is uh, how mind works, the inner workings of mind and emotion, and um, how by knowing, uh, get, gaining knowledge about it, how you can improve your well being. That's my main. It changed my life. Yeah. So. You like yoga and you like, you know, to be continuously learning. Yeah, I think I think learning is uh, is a necessary ingredient to, to uh, a happy, fulfilling life. Because human mind, I don't think, is designed to just stop and say, you know what, this is it, I'm perfect now. From this day on, I need nothing. Mind is always asking, what's the next thing? You may win a championship, but next you're going to party. But two days later, you're going to wake up, you're going to sober up, and you're going to say, okay, another championship or what? What's, you know what I mean? Yeah, yes. You know, always trying to grow and and learn. Um, yeah, that's definitely how we are in this society. You know, it's what is next, 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 next. So. Yes. Yeah. What about your longest relationship? When was your longest or should I say, yeah, like what's the longest relationship that you've had? About two weeks, I think. Oh, come on. I'm Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> You're scaring me now. <laughs> All right. So I had to set it up because it's not that long. <laughs> it's um, about uh, two years, I think. Yes. And then the, the one after number two would be uh, seven months. Okay. And then we go in number three to three months, and then there's more, of, you know. So the one for two years, how long ago was that? Oh, just recently, I think, yeah. Oh, okay. So you're kind of fresh out of a relationship. That is why you're saying certain things. No, I'm getting it. <laughs> really? Okay. Are you going to edit it out? <laughs> yes. Okay. So, so do you think you're ready? To meet. I mean, what if, you know, you met a great person and do you think that you're ready? Like, are you healed from your last relationship? Yes. I mean, um, when you exit the old relationship, uh, okay, I don't know. Yes, I'm I'm ready. Like, if, if it's a yes or no, because uh, there is a reason why it ended, right? So there shouldn't be any regrets in life anyway. Because uh, it's, um, you know, it, it's like there are two, you, let's say you're going somewhere. You have to go to this nearby village and there are two ways. And one is, is, is short, but it's really rough ride. And the other one has amazing scenery. It's, it's a coastal ride, but it's very long. That's how life is. It's not, there's no one right way. And there shouldn't be any regret. Yeah. If you look at it that way, there is no regret. Yeah, yes. You know, everything is about learning. And hopefully we learn because sometimes we learn the same lesson over and over. But yeah, it's a journey and it's for us to enjoy it along the way and learn and grow. 
I agree. And honestly, a lot of times we're just always trying to figure it out, you know? Oh, yeah. And 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 that's how it's going to be probably for most of your life is figuring out. You know? so, and that's fine, too. Yeah. So some so something more lighthearted now. So what is your, do you have an ideal date or do you have any date places that you like to take your dates? I'll tell you about my ideal date. It happened a few years ago. Um, we we matched on Tinder and we exchanged quick chat. And she happened to be yoga instructor in Southwest UK, in one of the you know uh, surfing towns in in Cornwall, in there. And uh, I said, okay, teach me, give me a surfing lesson, and we don't hate each other. I'll take you out for dinner in a nearby restaurant. So that was my first date, learning to surf with her. Oh, wow. I love yeah. that. It's Getting not going to happen like, again. It's just yeah. you know, the circumstances were so unique, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've always believed a lot of times getting outside of your comfort zone, that's the best thing you can do. You're just challenging oh, yeah. yourself. It could be and scary, was, but... Exactly. And it was interesting because she was teaching me, not the other way around. Yeah. So, you know, I was a student this time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So is there something similar that you would do now if you were to take someone out? Of course, we kind of have, cert, you know, COVID now and everything. Although here, it's kind of almost like COVID isn't here in a way because everything me, is open. I think everything, yeah, it's the most open state, isn't it, Florida? Um, so as far as I'm concerned, everything continues. But uh I think some activity where where you do something. Uh, normally, I go for a coffee, but it's just easier to to do to arrange that because not everybody wants to go for a bike bicycle ride and and you know, and 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 stuff like that. But ideally, some sort of like outdoors activity would be more interesting. You can get to know a person better than just sitting and and talking. I think because because you also do stuff and it has different vibe. You can I think connect better when you do activities uh, at this early stage. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And you know, if you feel like you have things in common, you know, plus if your heartbeat is racing, you know, you tend to kind of the person a lot of times looks more attractive to the other when your heartbeat is racing. That's what I have read. So, what what do you think? Uh, you read that, but what? Yeah, what I, I really, That's I believe question. it's very true. I think that experiences can help to bond people. Yeah, you, you, you do. Do you go to gym? Not regularly, to be honest. Yeah, but you've Not been regularly. there, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, when you watch guys work out, is it mm -hmm. is it different than not watching than watching them not work out, or is there anything like when you see someone like sweating and and stuff like that? Um, I guess I don't, I haven't really thought about it there in that sense. Cause it's kind of like, I'm going there for a purpose. Is it crossing your mind? Okay. You're very focused. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> You're so focused. Um, I want that focus in the gym. I'm telling you. Yeah. I guess that's not what you're doing when you're there. <laughs> Obviously I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> um, well, it looks like you definitely know what you're doing in the gym. How often do you go? I started uh, boxing now, uh, going to boxing classes. That's another thing. I so so now I don't do just just weights. Uh, sometimes I go boxing class instead. It's very nice. Uh, you know, I recommend it to everyone. It's amazing for fitness. So in one hour session, you have thirty minutes of pure fitness, which is sort of like similar to. Um, What's it called? Just general fitness and conditioning. You, you, you do everything. Uh, it feels great. And then you put on gloves and then you do different combinations. You work on technique. So that's good for self-defense. Again, for everyone. Everyone should know at least like basics. Um, that's, that's a great way actually. Instead of running, I can do that and, and burn maybe even more calories than that and, and feel great. But sorry, what was the question? <laughs> well, just really, what type of um, what type of what's the word? What how, type often, of, how often? Yeah, do, how often? Do I do? Yeah. I, I exercise. Okay, I exercise every day. Mm -hmm. So I exercise every day. 
But is this not maybe running would be five days and maybe other two days would be boxing uh, and weights probably six days, but not mm-hmm. a lot, just, just maybe 20, 30, 40 minutes with mm-hmm. including breaks. So I'm just keeping up the shape because uh, at this point I realized I'm not going to gain any more muscle unless I take steroids and I'm not going to do that. So Okay. So going back to dating and your ideals or what you know let's say you're going to date and it involves at the end of it it, there's a bill are you more of a traditional guy where you you know pay or do you like when the girl offers to pay okay so so that's very interesting that you asked very great great question because uh as you know as i said before i come from europe and European model is very different, not very different, but it's, it's, it's significantly different from American model. In Europe, there's a notion that everybody's an individual. And it's not common for women to expect to go to a bar and expect that guys will be buying drinks all night. It's not common. Actually, if she would be accepting drinks, she would be telling something. To the guy, like clearly. Here in America, when I arrived here, I couldn't believe it. They just leave wallets at home. And I realized, okay, that's different. Uh, there's different understanding. And, you know, probably if I was them, yeah, I would do the same. Uh, I wouldn't, you know, spend money if I don't have to. But uh, when it comes to dinner, American ladies will always, or people who live, ladies who live here, not just American, like, but just who live here as well, they will, because they, they subscribe to a similar culture, they will expect me to pay, like, without fail. In Europe, I would say 80% of the time, they would they would offer to pay half. Okay. So... Do I respect that they offer to pay half? Absolutely. A- any man would respect, because that's... It's not about money. It shows that, you know, I'm not just here for free lunch, and I can take care of myself. And it's up to me to say, no, no, it's fine. I'll take care of it. You can take the next one. Or or I may not say that. You know. So, yeah, that's... Uh, I Of course, I have to offer now because I'm in the United States. Uh, and, uh, you know, but uh, it's something I spoke about to many people when we spoke about dating and relationships. Uh, I think... Uh, so here's the deal. So here, there is very old school model. Still, with a lot of women. So, for example, they like if a guy walks around the car and opens the door. They like that the guy pays for everything. So that's, to me, that's very 50s, 60s style, which was, like, common. In Europe, if you're not going to impress every girl if you open... If you walk around and open the door, if you open the door from inside, it's different. You just move your arm, right? But if you deliberately, it's too deliberate and some women will take it like he's trying too hard and he wants something from me and he's pressuring me to do something now that, or am I so like uh, weak that I can't open the door? You know what I mean? There's other connotations uh, of how it started. Like, why did the guy, why did the gentleman in the early days, was opening the door. There's a, it, it doesn't just happen for no reason. It happened for a reason. So he perhaps wanted something. Like, I'll, I'll make it easy for you. I'll open the door. I'll do everything for you. And then he's expecting something. So you could perceive it as, you could look at it as um, there is expectation. Maybe. Maybe. I... I don't know the history of where it started, but um, I guess I think of it more from the from the perspective of in terms of like the opening the door, that maybe it's more of the guy feeling like being more of the protector, like being protective and just kind of playing in that role. Yeah, I think that's what it became. But I think when it started... Because I know how men think, and uh, they're scheming just as much. So 
So when they do these things, they buy expensive gifts. It's there's a deep down, there's an underlying reason they want to get you in a bed, you know. And, and so it's uh, never, it's never a good reason. It's never like, okay, well, they actually like this person, and that is why they're connecting with that person, and that's why they want to give them a gift. It's always an ulterior motive. It, it depends on the context. It depends on the context. Sometimes, yes, of course, but. If it's uh, very early and it's sudden and it could be seen as act of desperation. If it's, uh, you know, it, it very much depends. We have to look at specific relationship. How did they like each other? Did, does he feel that she, she likes him or not? Maybe he's uh, afraid that he, she doesn't like him. So as an act of desperation, he's trying to self-correct by doing extra well, I mean, I think that everything, with everything, you always want to have balance. You don't want to overdo anything. But, yes. I mean, I I see it positively if someone does nice things. But, yes, I mean, I think if it's overdone, then it's like, okay, well, why are they going overboard? Just because it's not balanced. But at just saying that at the same time, I think it's a good thing if someone wants to do these things without going overboard and of course you know it going both ways yeah i mean i met um i have a friend who i met a few years ago and she was dating this guy who would buy her buy her flowers was it uh like on friday every single week or something like that and the way she told she talked about it is like she she didn't like it maybe uh like he was British. Uh, maybe if she was in the, in the United States, they wouldn't complain about it. I think, yeah, that's a big difference. Um, I know or women don't like guys who are desperate and trying too hard. Or maybe it was just her. Um, but there was another but- British who, who I met here uh, one time and she told me that her husband, uh, or boyfriend here, he was coming back from work every day and cooking lunch because he worked nearby. And she didn't like, she thought that was a bit much, uh, that he didn't have to do it, but he insisted. And that was also a complaint. She was also British. Um, so I don't know. Hmm. I'll have to do some research about, you know, I guess There's, in terms there are of definitely differences. British so. women in that regard. But that's just two women that you've mentioned. And I guess, as I said, I think it depends on the person. And I think it depends on, you know, if something is overdone. Like I think if if anybody overdoes anything, it could be your friend. It could be, you know, even your parents. You could take, you can eventually kind of take that for granted. So I think it varies. That's my... It, look, it, of course it varies, but there are tendencies, right? Like there are tendencies in 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 any aspect of culture. There are tendencies. And uh, these are the tendencies uh, I'm sort of uh, talking about. That. And and it, what, what happens in Britain would apply the same in Scandinavia because they are even more that way there. They, they're trying to be like men, basically. They're trying to be equal. Equal, equal. So, so they wouldn't like perhaps the door opening scene. So, do you do that here in Miami, or you, or what? Do I you do, do it on special occasion. Um, if I did it every time, that would be ridiculous, I think. So, where do you like to go in Miami? Do you have any favorite spots in general, whether for dates or just you, your hangout spots? Um. Mm. It's nice to go to the beach or do something outdoors um, or or uh, go for a coffee or coffee in a beach. You know, everybody wants to come to Miami Beach, so that's convenient. I don't need to drive that much, you know, outside. Okay, so beach and any particular like restaurant or anything or not really? There are there are not specifically one restaurant like I had that in in UK when I lived there. I had my specific spots and literally there was a restaurant where I did fifteen first dates, uh, which is one of the reasons why I I thought I need to move. It became like a Groundhog Day, you know. It's uh, 
too repetitive and the same place familiar and like bartenders see me with another girl again and like give me a wink and and <laughs> so no no the same spots uh i quite a, there are quite a few places to choose from here in miami beach so you know that's nice weather is always good not always good but most of the time so you can do outdoors activities you can sit on the beach listen to music and you know it's kind of cool being in the sun and then later you can say okay well, let's let's go let's go to eat if you want okay well so damien in wrapping up our interview is there any one thing that someone should know about you or have we covered what you think they should know? It's impossible to cover it. It would take, <laughs> it would take many, many seasons. <laughs> I see that. I think, um, huh, you know, it's, it's you, you want to make it right. Then they say, sum, sum it up in like three sentences. <laughs> sum up yourself. <laughs> it's, I don't like ideologies. Okay. Uh, I think uh, one of the one of the ingredients to wisdom is when you don't identify too strongly with anything, because if you do, then it becomes uh, and it becomes a part of your identity. Your intellect will do anything to defend that identity. So even if you're presented with a new truth, with which, had you been open-minded, you would be accepting. Now that you identify with some specific dogma, you will reject it. You'll do everything to reject it. And, you know, we meet people who like, some of them believe in crazy things like flat earth. And even they have their reasons. Like, <laughs> you cannot prove them wrong. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, so, um, the key to me is I never identify with, uh, where I'm from, uh, with uh, what my culture tried to put in me, like the values, religion, uh, what foods are the best or what's, what's our foods. I was always, I always consider myself a global citizen. And, and that's to me, I think that's why the growth can happen is, is I'm not limiting myself by st stuck, getting stuck in ideology, culture, tribe that's uh that's just another thing i wanted to say yeah okay and uh okay well that definitely you like to go against the grain is what i'm getting it's it's not that i want to go against the grain but just by seeking for the truth i just happen to find myself going against it i i don't the goal was never to go against the grain the goal was to to, to what's the best idea you know What's the truth? It's not like, no, not like whose side you're on or, or who said it. Did, did the Democrats said it or Republican? Oh, oh, Democrats said it. So now I'm going to believe it. No. What did they say? To me, the best idea wins. I don't care who said it. Cause, cause best idea means it's, it's the truth or, or it's, it's, it's the most rational by, by using my rationale. And my experience, I decided that that's the best solution. It's not because of who said it or what degrees they happen to have or are they a doctor? So now I think like he's a semi-god or, or, you know, is he from my country? So I'm supposed to support him because he's, uh, what? He's my brother. He's not my, he's not, he's not even my brother. He's just happened to be born by complete accident in a, in a vicinity of where my country is. And it's, it's really, if you think about it that way, we have nothing to do with each other. We just by accident fell into the same piece of land. I could have been born on the other side of the world, you know, it's just by complete luck. So that's why I don't identify, uh, um, with, uh, with anything really. Hmm. Okay. What do you think? What do you think? What is your <laughs> thoughts? This? I'm just You've been asking me questions. I wanna. I know. I, wanna... I know. I'm. I'm just trying to process it. I mean, that's a very interesting statement. I don't identify with anything. I mean, no. Okay, it's a little, a little bit of a lie. Uh, of course, I aim to not 
to over identify with anything. It's hard not to. Like, you know, if they say, if they give me a survey and I have to fill in the survey and they say black, white, Hispanic, I'm going to put white or Caucasian, whatever they have in there, because uh, they're, they're sort of, I have to identify myself in this situation. But I don't wake up and, you know, look at myself and think I'm a white guy. Like, you know what I mean? It's so. Um, so what was the question? I mean, it was really just anything. <laughs> it was what is the one thing that we should know about you? Like people who are listening and they're thinking, hmm, do I want to go out on a date with Damien? What should they know? I think uh, throughout this inter uh, throughout this uh, podcast, we 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 spoke about some of the things I'm, uh, you know, which are important to me. Um, I'm a modern day monk. I can be by myself. I could be by myself for the rest of my life, and I would still be happy. Or I could not be by myself. And maybe be slightly happier. I don't know. Maybe. Exactly. Sometimes it just takes that one person. So what I'm saying is I'm not needy. I already figured out more or less what happiness is about. Not the life. Um, I'll be learning for the rest of my life every day. But I know what not makes you happy, which is a, which is a big thing. Not knowing what doesn't make you happy. Like. You know, if we talk about chasing money their whole life and, and stuff like that. And I've been where I had excess of it and where I had nothing and everywhere in between. And I know the happiness is not out there. It's not out there. And it's not out in validation on Instagram and getting likes. It's not out in, you know, belonging to some tribe who thinks they're cool and everybody's uh, could be pretentious and trying to be like just to fit in in that very tribe. It's not about that. To me, I'd rather be alone than in that tribe. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> you don't, are your I, last words. Can I have a more positive sentence? And, I know, <laughs> I know, yes. yes. I almost sounded angry. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> It seems like... Okay, okay. Here you go. All right. I got it. Let me try one more time. <laughs> I believe that the goal in life is to be joyful and happy. And almost every other goal is, is fine because we do have ego and complete ego dissolve is near impossible if you live in a society. That's why monks go up in the mountain and, and hide from society because... Almost everything else you do, you think you have some grand goal, like win an NBA championship or, you know what? In a hundred years, no one's going to care. Like who was a basketball champion like when NBA started a hundred years ago or whatever? I, I'm an NBA fan, but I don't know because it's irrelevant now. Who was American president a hundred years ago? I don't really know. You probably don't too. It's not important. Yes, we can look it up. But what I'm saying is when people talk about legacy and I want to leave legacy and it's just ego talk, you know, because all there is is right now you are here. This is paradise. You're not going to paradise afterwards. This is it. This is paradise. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you have the goal is to be happy, joyful, peaceful, whatever you call it. It's the same feeling at the end of the day. These are synonyms. Is when you feel good. And, you know, the more people feel that way, the less there's going to be bad things happening. I mean, if you are peaceful, joyful, would you ever think, you know what, we need to go to a war and kill people? You wouldn't. Only you angry, anxious, fearful person would think negative thoughts were, and which is the cause of all problems in the world, is, is, is fear. So... Uh, I'm just rambling about my philosophy now. It's, uh, <laughs> okay, well. Well, I like philosophy. I like philosophy I about that, life. I, I like uh, being a scientist of life. Yeah. It's almost like I uh, feel like I'm an engineer of it. Like I'm, I'm a student engineer who's trying to figure it out. And, yeah. You know, 
uh, hope I get closer. I, I did have a lot of problems in the past and I, I started, uh, you know, taking interest by trying to fix these problems. And I noticed that it works and it became, it became enjoyable. Just, just, just learning. Okay. Well, it's good. I definitely see that you are, you love learning. You, I'm guessing you love reading too. Yeah. I, I watch a lot of podcasts. Yeah. Like literally two, three uh, episodes a day because I work, uh, you know, I, I work for myself. I don't have nine to five. So while I'm working, I can listen to music or I can listen to audiobooks or podcasts, which that, which is my choice. Music, I leave it for, you know, maybe uh, other times later. Or So yeah, a lot of podcasts, a lot of uh, audiobooks and some paper books, but not as much these days because I feel like every time I read uh, it's late in the evening and i read one or two pages and i i want to sleep so yeah you know waking up five five thirty in the morning helps to okay. fall asleep yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay well damien it's definitely been a pleasure speaking with you again thank you so Wait, much this is it we're done yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i, I want another two hours forever. give me another two hours <laughs> <laughs> keep talking i could see that so enjoy the rest of your evening and it was such a pleasure talking with you oh amazing questions you know you really asked good questions yeah and, and i like your answers yeah okay well have a wonderful night and you thank you bye <laughs> ciao <laughs> If you liked this episode, feel free to rate, review, and subscribe to Miami Date Night. You're also welcome to share this episode and tag me, Miami Date Night, on Instagram and Twitter. Miami Date Night is hosted and produced by me, Camille Perkins, and mixed and edited by Luke Hanneman. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.